Hey everyone, happy new year and welcome to what I'm calling the Monday Morning Practitioner, a new segment from the Business of Intelligence podcast. In just a few short minutes each week, I'm going to take a shot at quickly deconstructing and analyzing lessons learned in terms of what I've experienced in the last 20 years in intelligence to include the wins, definitely the losses, and probably a lot that's going to fall somewhere in between. The ultimate goal here is to see if we can use these learnings to improve even 1% each week as risk intelligence practitioners, programs, and leaders. So don't expect any long-form interviews during this segment. No fluff, no fanfare, no music, as you can already tell. Just what I hope is going to be some actionable information that you can use right now. To get things started, I wanted to share the importance of planning and preparing for customer turnover. Or maybe to put it just a little bit more bluntly, don't take your customers for granted. I want you to imagine a scenario where you and your function have worked really, really hard over a long period of time to gain real traction with a set of customers who embrace and utilize what you're offering. And in turn, you use that demand and hopefully their client testimonials or feedback to really just demonstrate your value as an intelligence function to both your boss and to the organization and maybe even to bolster your business case for more resources. Now, I want you to also imagine that a few of those key customers who are decision makers with lots of visibility and are well-connected within your organization leave the business for various reasons. Maybe one of those customers was a mentor. Maybe one of them was a champion. Maybe one of those customers played a major role in the success and growth of your program. The question then becomes if they leave, Are you prepared for their departure? Let me explain why I've learned that this is a really critical question to answer. The first is intelligence is a service where the customer is not only the driving force behind that service, but really should determine everything from their initial requirements to how you're going to best deliver on those requirements. If you're a mature intelligence program that's had sustained success over a period of time, it can be really easy to somehow attribute that to the organization that you're in whether it's the type of business that you work for, possibly the culture. And I can tell you, I've found myself saying before, you know, this organization just gets intelligence. But when you really think about it, that's fool's gold, and it's not really true. It almost always comes down to the customers. Now, what I've also learned, and sometimes I would tell you the hard way, is that customer turnover creates new opportunities, of course, but it can also create a range of problems if you're not prepared for that turnover. So now I want you to imagine another scenario where a brand new customer, and let's say a senior leader no less, has the expectation that your program does something, but you don't actually do that something, and you've not yet taken the time to brief that person on your core capabilities, on your service delivery model, etc. That can result in a situation that's not only awkward, but it can really damage your credibility as well. So now really getting down to it, what have I learned from scenarios like this? Well, first, I've learned that self-awareness is critical. I learned the importance of not falling asleep at the wheel, so to speak, and to be hyper-aware when a customer leaves the business. Without that awareness, you can get blindsided by complacency, you can sort of rest on your laurels, and you can find yourself on the back foot when it comes to not being able to seize the opportunity of what potential new customers could bring to the table. In addition to just being aware when customers leave, I also learned that you really need to have a plan for a customer's departure and for the arrival of their replacement. 
Now, one way to address this is to develop a succession plan, just as businesses do for critical positions and leadership teams. If someone leaves, who else in their orbit or who else in their chain of command or hierarchy did you serve that you can continue serving while you try to win over the new replacement? On rare occasions, you might also come to the realization that there was just something about this customer that was unique or special, and they just got what you did. And trust me, I've been there with customers like that. If you happen to find a unicorn like that, you may decide that it's actually best just to pivot and focus your customer efforts somewhere else and not on the replacement because that was such a unique situation. With regards to the incoming customer, what I've learned is to think back to what got us traction with that customer in the first place, the original customer, and then to think about how I can codify or operationalize those things for the future. Did you originally win someone over by a pitch deck that explained what your function does and how it can deliver value? Was it through a series of coffee chats over a long period of time? Or thinking back on the last, I don't know, few years, maybe you won them over by your performance during a crisis. Whatever the case may be, identify what made customer engagement successful and see if you can replicate it going forward. Additionally, just because someone is new doesn't mean that you can't learn quite a bit about them before engaging. Companies usually send out announcements of new hires with good background. You can look at LinkedIn profiles. And generally, there are ways to do your due diligence so you can think about what your approach is going to be when the time comes. And finally, one of the bigger realizations from this scenario is the importance of diversifying your customer base. And specifically with those customers who serve more as partners or even champions for the function and possibly for yourself. Now, if you rely on just one or two key customers or champions who utilize your services or who've taken on this advocacy role on your behalf, it's pretty obvious what the consequences might be by not diversifying. I know that customers vary, but it's not a given that the new ones are going to embrace what you're selling. So please keep that in mind. Now, that's certainly not an exhaustive list, but those lessons are fresh in my mind and something that I thought worth sharing. So just to recap really quickly, the four main takeaways are first, be self-aware when an existing customer leaves the business so you're not blindsided. Second, have a plan for the departure of a key customer. That plan may look like succession planning, or it may include a pivot to someone new. Additionally, the second part of your plan should focus on the arrival of the old customer's replacement. It may include efforts to quickly get to know them by leaning into the things that got you traction with the original customer in the first place. And finally, always aim to have a diverse customer base across the business to minimize the risk of not banking the success of your function on one or two key folks. That's all for now, and thank you for choosing to spend your valuable time with us. I know your time is limited, and I sincerely appreciate it. If you like what you hear, please like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast so you're notified anytime we release new content. You can, of course, also follow us on LinkedIn on the Business of Intelligence page. More importantly, please spread the word by telling a friend or colleague and let us know if you have something to contribute, whether you want the attribution or you want to remain anonymous. We simply want to hear from you and the valuable lessons that you've learned so we can spread those far and wide. Until next time, thanks again and talk soon.